You are listening to 19 Before 20, a podcast chronicling our year of adventure. This is episode 13 for May 15th, 2016. Hey, Kat, how are you? I am making it through my last uh, couple of finals for Albright College. Alright! I have my last one tomorrow, and then I go home, and I <laughs> drive 10 hours. Oh. So that'll be fun. What about you? How are, how are things in your summertime? I got done, I guess, last week, and so I've kind of had like an entire week of just doing nothing. It's been fun, but I'm also kind of ready to to start back at camp or just do something in general that's not sit at home. Yeah, I'm. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I need to, like, I'm gonna have like a nice week where I'm like, oh, I'm just chilling. I'm gonna go visit my aunt this weekend or next weekend rather. Uh, but then I, I was like, I'm not gonna be able to just sit at home. I'm going to need to to have the change. Also, just a note to the listeners: I'm slightly distracted because uh, Abby keeps on changing the fonts. I like this font. Or we have a planning doc, and I just I decided it was a little boring today, so we gotta switch it up. <laughs> Everything is changed. So, uh, so if we seem slightly distracted, it's because Abby is focused mostly on the fonts. It's because I'm an awful person. It's it's all good. <laughs> um, okay, so you know the three uh, monkey emojis, the ones that are like doing the hear no evil, see no evil, yeah. speak no evil yeah. thing. Are those monkeys? Is the those emojis? Are they showing? one monkey or are they like one monkey doing the three different poses or are they three different monkeys doing each pose i i think these different monkeys but like you're supposed to internalize that as like one maybe i'm not actually super familiar with the actual phrase you know evil I, like i don't know the origin or application really um because I, I see hear no evil and see no evil smell no evil um, speak no evil, I think. <laughs> it's not, it's not. Um, smell. I think, yeah, maybe speak. Yeah, that would make sense because it's the uh, over the mouth, uh, which I just muffled mm-hmm. my own speaking. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think it's three different ones, but it could be the same one. So why, yeah, what makes you think it's three different ones? you know the little ones? statues that have this on it. It's mm-hmm. not one with, like, six hands. These okay, that's monkeys, true. Monkeys, but... Or... When you see, like, an emoji, or when you use an emoji, for, like, if I, let's say I'm using the the crying emoji, like, I'm crying with laughter, because I right. use that one a lot. If I use it, like, 12 times, I'm trying to show that I am crying, like, crying with laughter a lot, not that 12 different people are all crying with laughter, and I'm watching all of them. I thought it was you and 12 of your clones oh, really? are all crying yeah. with laughter. That's how I've always interpreted it. Yes, I'm always like, oh, Abby and her clones crying again. <laughs> Abby made all of her clones cry. <laughs> what did he do to them? Why are they laughing? I, it's, see, they're like, they're like voodoo dolls. And so if I tickle myself, then they all feel it too. This sounds terrifying. <laughs> it sounds like a great sci-fi movie. But, so you say they're all, they're three monkeys. And I'm guessing you disagree? No, I totally, I, they're, I think they're one monkey. Like, because that's what I, I used to, like, justify my side of the argument is that when I use emojis like that, it's all, it's like I'm trying to show me doing those emotions. And so it's like the monkey is, it's all the same monkey. He's just doing three different actions. If you put them all in, like, a little gif, it would, the monkey would be, like, moving his hands. 
And so it's just, it's all one monkey. We're going to set up a Twitter poll. Oh, we can. I can do that. Yes, we're going to set up a Twitter poll. um, And you can tell us whether I am right or uh, Blaze is wrong. Uh, I think it would be if I'm right or you are wrong. Okay, fine. We'll just do whether, which one of us is right. Um, Yeah, lame. Okay. Um, I'm going to do some more research on this, too. This will be back next week. Well, we'll we'll bring this back up, but I just want to point out that I am correct. I'm just going to no comment. (laughs) No comment. This is what breaks up the podcast. Scribble being wrong, and I just can't handle it. Okay, so on another topic, uh, not really similar, but also animal-themed, I read this great NPR article yesterday that I'm somewhat obsessed with, and it's about Goatman. And not the legend Goatman, which is apparently a thing <laughs> where it's like this man oh. who is half goat, half man. I'm like, isn't that like a a satyr or something? Anyway, um, this is a man who um, wrote his first book about building toasters from scratch. And then he was like, how do I follow this up? And then he was just like, you know what? It's just so hard to take the pressure of being human. Uh, so he decided to be a goat for a week. And by be a goat, he didn't just, like, pretend to be a goat. He, he like, built this framework so that he could walk on all fours. And he uh, had this, like, magnet thing next to his head so that he, it, like, interrupted the way that he could, like, articulate things. I didn't quite understand, but he was like, goats don't think things. And, um, so he had, or, like, goats can't articulate. They don't have the pattern of speech. And so he, um, he became a goat for a week to, quote, take a holiday for being human. And it's sort of my favorite because oftentimes um, we joke about becoming goat farmers or goat herders, and I think the next step is naturally just to become a goat. I, I think that's a great idea. I mean, next next year when we're kind of done with school and we're, like, bored or we just don't want to handle responsibilities anymore, I think we should just become goats. That's a great idea. And then we can podcast about it. <laughs> That'll be next year's podcast. Yeah, we'll, it'll be... Uh, Every week we'll go different places and beat goats. Yes, exactly. The, by the way, there's a book about uh, Goatman, and it comes out in a couple of days, I think. Um, and it's so by the time you hear this episode, it is out. It's called Goatman: How I Took a Holiday from Being Human by uh, Thomas uh, Thwaites. Uh, maybe pronouncing that incorrectly. We're gonna link to it in the, the description. Just, it's my favorite news story by far in the past. For for a very long time, I NPR every, every every now and then throws me these, but it's one of my favorites. Ooh, or instead, I mean, because now the Goatman thing is done, we should uh, expand upon this idea, and we could do oh, something dear. like become elephants. Oh, that would be cool because then we get a trunk. You work on the design for that. Okay, I will. I you know I have all my engineer friends. We'll get on this. We'll come up with some awesome elephant frameworks and will become elephants. Yes, you are the science-based person in this podcast. So I'll let you do that. I'll just, I'll just, I'll write, I'll, um, I'll, I'll help, like, get the contacts for writing the book. So do you want to move on? Yeah, uh, what did you do this week? What was your new thing? So, um, my new thing, I had two, I guess, somewhat small things that I think add up to one big thing. I'll start with a, like, more simple thing. I went to a vegetarian restaurant. I've been a vegetarian for a long time, but I had never actually been to a restaurant that's specifically geared towards vegetarians. 
Um, and what it was, it was a Chinese restaurant. They had all vegan products. And it was really cool because on the menu it would say like chicken teriyaki. But then when you order it, all of it is like tofu or soy based products. It really looks like a regular menu at any restaurant. Except for everything is vegetarian. So you don't have to go and look for the little small snippet of salads or vegetarian stuff. Or, you know, like the one black bean burger at like a <laughs> restaurant. It was everything is fine for me to eat. And I went with a friend who has a lot of allergies. Well, she says that doesn't really affect her because they're mostly fruits, but it was kind of cool because she could eat everything as well, which was just happenstance because she has a, like, it's the fruit, again, that she's allergic to. But it was, it was very cool to go and it was just nice. I got to, like, catch up with this friend a little bit more and it was her suggestion. So it was just a nice little outing. And my other thing was I emailed the college president asking him about some personal donations that he may or may not have been making. He wasn't, by the way, because he's retiring and I write articles for the newspaper and I wrote an article and I was going to do a follow-up and try to get more of his side because he didn't respond very well to my article. So when I asked him if he's making donations, he was just like, this is none of your business. I'm not going to publicize that. And I was like, so no. Yeah. And it's okay because he's retiring. Like I said, he just really hates me. And that's always very fun. It's very strange to get a really angry email from an administrator. My English professor said it was good, and I trust her more than I trust you. You're a business person. He's never taught a class in his life. So, anyway, it was a very, a very rude email. When I told my friend this, she was like, the president of the United States? It's like, no, I have not done anything so far as I know to make Obama angry. I did compare the college president's salary. Does he make more than Obama? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Far more. About twice as much. But I did not say, I, I said, I showed the salary, the only salary that's public, which is not his most recent one. The English department, very quickly, they were like, oh, also, this is what he's paid now. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. But it was like from five years ago. He was paid still very, like, far more than President Obama. And he gets his house paid for. My article is about tuition increase and how it's not okay because our desks are from the 1970s. So, yeah, I spoke out as I'm, I, I mean, I am transferring, but I was like, I want to, that's the long-winded way of saying that I made someone very angry. So what did you do this week? You did something a little bit more wholesome, I think, than I did. Yeah, um, maybe just a little bit. Since I, I'm out of school and I'm a computer science major, my mom teaches at an elementary school and one of the fifth grade teachers there, it's actually the elementary school I went to as well when I was super tiny. I don't know, I was i was talking to a class and I was trying to figure out fifth grade was like 10 years ago? Maybe I just made that up. I feel like it, it was Yeah, almost, 9 or 10 years ago. It's, it's been a really long time and it made me feel really old because they were also really small. But I went to mm-hmm. a 5th grade class and I taught them a little bit of programming. They were apparently an advanced class. Like, I wasn't aware of this. They had spent a lot of time programming oh, before. Wow. So a lot of the stuff that I wanted to do with them, they already knew how to do. Which, I mean, is exciting because, like, I'm glad that they're getting into it and they're knowing how to do programming because a lot of it at least for me it's a lot of fun and I want to instill I guess that fun that I have I want I want other kids to appreciate it and like like it the way I do but yeah a lot of them had already done some of it so we kind of went to some of the more advanced programming that I wasn't expecting to get to until sometime next week but we used a programming base called Scratch and basically what it is, it's it's a educational website produced by MIT, and it's a drag-and-drop programming language. So basically you just, there's all of these different blocks, and all of the blocks 
make the little character on the screen do something. And so along with their teacher, uh, we kind of developed like a, a project for them or a final project that they're going to present next week. And so they had to create a story. And since they're in fifth grade, you know, they're learning about like all of the parts of a story and how to like make a plot and that kind of thing. So they all started with character design on Friday. And that was a lot of mm-hmm. fun because I kind of forgot, especially like fifth grade boys, they're a lot more image, not I'm not immature uh, than I was remembering, but also like they're just their thought process. I kind of forgot how how their brains work because the first thing we did was like you pull up and I was like, okay, like this is how you guys make your own characters. So I'll give you a couple of minutes. You guys go crazy. And uh, four, we had like eight groups, and four groups had made like poop characters. And I'm like, that's that's that, what I would do. I would. Make I know. Them. I was about to say that sounds like these are your proteges. Oh, uh, and then uh, we taught them how to like record sounds so you could use it for sound effects and heard lots of fart sounds and screams and that kind of stuff. And it was just, it's a lot of fun. There, you have found your people. I have. I am just gonna live with fifth graders from now on i'm gonna this is why you are a camp counselor (laughs) really because (laughs) they think like i think and it's wonderful but yeah it was a lot of fun i can't wait to go back next week and uh the kids get a little bit more like knowledgeable about it yeah i'm gonna teach them how to make uh pong games next week and we're just gonna see where we go from there yeah that sounds really cool wanna um say what your wonderful week thing was yeah i just realized that i am just a a mega nerd (laughs) this week and that's okay with me because i'm programming was what i did and then my it's a wonderful week i the new pokemon starters were released this week because the new pokemon game is coming out soon and so Mm -hmm. i was like you know i haven't played pokemon in a really long time and so i got my my Nintendo DS out, and I started up my Pokemon Diamond game that I got whenever it came out. I guess it came, it must have come out in like 2008, because I actually got it when I first got my DS, which was around 2008. But, so I started playing again, um, and I, my save file, I had started it in 2011, and I still haven't finished the game. Oh, wow. So, I, yeah, that, this is my new, my new goal. Before I go to camp, I'm going to finish Pokemon. And it's it's going real well. I'm having a lot of fun. I love capturing new Pokemon because then I get to name them. And they all have really... You gotta catch oh, them all. Yeah, catch them all. And they all have great names because uh, I'm a super awesome person. Except <laughs> from in like 2011, they're all named like after people. And now they're just things like poop. Or <laughs> again, you have not changed. Four twenty, ha ha ha. So I, yeah, I really haven't changed. I got that fifth grade mindset going on. But yeah, which is Pokemon, great. Man. That's that's why we love you. Gotta catch them all. It's so much fun. I forgot how much fun it was. I'm really glad I I started playing again. Although I'm kind of embarrassed to like. I, I, I only play at night because I'm like my parents are gonna see me and they're gonna think I'm a child. <laughs> and so I kind of like hide it. But it's all good. What about you? I also have something that is uh, somewhat nerdy, but also something that I've been doing also for a pretty long time. Um, So the podcast Alohomora, I don't know if you're familiar with it, and I've been listening to it since the beginning, which I'm not actually sure when that was. I think it might have been like 2012, maybe longer than that, but they read one chapter of Harry Potter every week and discuss it in detail. They just finished their reread entirely, like through book seven in the epilogue. 
And so it's kind of like it's complete. It's They're doing more shows and other themes. They're going to do episodes about like different, I guess, aspects of the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. But they're done with the format that they have. They've had Aww. since the beginning. So kind of like ours, they had an end goal in mind. Like the way we have one new thing each week. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also had guests on the show. And I never plucked up the courage to actually be on the show. Have. Yeah, but they actually, they're still, they still have guests for the special episodes that they're going to have. So I think for a new thing one week, I'm going to do that because I've had four years to do it. And I was just like, I'll wait until book four. And the book four passed. And I was like, I'll wait until book seven. Because those two, I think, are my favorite. It changes often. <laughs> and then book seven passed. I'm putting it off because I was like too afraid. I was like, I don't want to hear my voice. I'm going to mess up. They're going to be like, oh, what are you doing here? You don't belong on a podcast. Like, you're not good enough. Any of that. Like, all of these things that probably they're not going to say because they're polite people. Yeah, I an idea for a future thing. But I... Definitely recommend if you're into Harry Potter listening to these episodes. Um, you can listen to them from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, now that they have, I'm not sure how regular their, their next shows are going to be, but it's all out. I um, will link to it in the description. Uh, I definitely recommend it. It'll take a while to get through all of them, so it's nice to be able to listen to a podcast and know that there is an end point in sight. All right. I did not realize there were 198 chapters of all of the Harry Potters, one oh. epilogue, and 188 episodes. I think there are a couple in there that are movie wraps, because they discuss the the, the movies as Mm -hmm. well. So I guess there are 191? Plus another log? I don't know. Again, it's one that has a lot of sentimental value, because I've been listening to it for four years. And a lot can change over four years, and a lot has changed over four years in my own life. So it's kind of, it's interesting to listen to them again and be like, oh, I remember listening to this when I was uh, moving into boarding school, or in the middle of, like, stuff for finals for college. Um, so it's it's just very cool. It was very emotional, and I listened to that last episode. I was like, why am I upset? Like, it's a podcast. But, you know, I mean, you get to the point where you feel like you know the people you're listening to, even if you don't. Oh, it's episode And it's, it's very strange, and it's Lucky a strange relationship to have with, uh, like, a group of people So uh, Friday know, the 13th was to them about two days ago since we're recording this. Yeah. So but I thought maybe we could talk my about thing a little for the bit. Week. I also wanted to know that two of my wonderful weeks unlucky in the past thing and have also the connected, in general, and I didn't realize this. Yeah. So I mentioned A.S. King's books in the past, which was one of them is Lizzie Rivera Diaz. And in that book, there's a pagoda. It's the same pagoda. The one I'm writing is the one in the or the I think it's the fear of Friday the thirteenth. I just so I never had connected though. that. The book um, takes the place number in Pennsylvania. Another one. Yeah. Reading's but the, the, the reason the that number Friday is up. considered bad luck. Pe- some people say it's it's the, it's uh, amazing. Like I didn't connect this and I need to reread Friday. the book. Just to see if like, there's more that are not apostles. <laughs> or if they mentioned 13 that people at his dinner. Because they might, and I might just not have noticed it. I guess you didn't know that you were reading about discovery. Yes, um <laughs> I may have been. Can't see you uh, right now. I'm gonna have my face on my, hand. my hand on my face. And I was like, no, of apostles. My face on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, this in is case the you're wondering. I knew it wasn't like um, that. So <laughs> if you listen to or play either the things we talked about today, um, but I, you can tweet us I at 1920 or email us at and let us know how many games just looks very feminine. Feminine. played if you cut them all. Or just some of them. That's one of the things that it could. Or if you've listened to Alohomora before in the if Good you Friday. are a host of Alohomora, um, what? Some other like, connections. <laughs> you that uh, Hammer he left out number know. 13. And also, code of I just wanted to mention, if you hear us on the podcast saying to email us about something, and you think it's too late, to which I panicked and was like, have I ever shot at a table 13? You want to hear Blaze's rap I probably have. And I probably got up first, because I was probably nervous to be sitting at a table 13 people. Please don't.
you can tell us about a thing um, that they talk about in Harry Scribble's Potter too, story about the, the divination elements of the periodic table. But Trelawney, you really don't she, need to she's like, oh, there's 13 people at this table. The first to get up will die. And they're like, hey, no, sit down. I, I think and then it turns out that later, I don't yeah, remember what first person that was, to get up actually does that was die. Like a, so was a couple weeks before I'd be back. You guys should yeah. pay attention to your divination professors. I was about to ask about who it was, but then I was like, wait, we can't spoil Harry Potter. <laughs> it's been out long enough. I feel like if you haven't read it by No, all, but there are children who haven't listened to it. Yes. I feel that. Yes, I expect there are a bunch of seven-year-olds. <laughs> there are people who just, like, read Harry Potter later. I don't want to spoil it for them. Wimps. Some people just, it takes them a while to, they don't like being on the band. Little do they know, sometimes the bandwagon can be a cool, pretty cool wagon. I mean, I would like to be on a wagon that had a band on it. That seems like... No. It'd be a really crowded wagon, but... I would probably end up falling off of the wagon. I'd be like, oh, no, I tried to be cool. (laughs) Isn't falling off the wagon a uh, euphemism for when someone starts drinking? Oh, God, it is. That's not what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) I use accidental euphemisms what i mean is literally falling off of a wagon and and uh metaphorically falling off the wagon it's okay we understand (laughs) thanks for listening you guys you should tweet us or email us so we can listen to scribble's awesome story about the nicknames today abby is blaze i am scribble we have it's it's because it's It's close to camp close to camp you get to hear our camp names hooray I'm I'm excited for our, our camp episodes. I feel like they're going to be pretty high quality because we're going to be together. And so I can throw things at you. It'll be really great. You guys can hear about how mean I am to her. Time we have an episode, I will be in South Carolina. Yay! So close, you can almost taste it. Release your inhibition. Okay. So, uh, see you guys later. Talk to you guys later, I guess. Bye. 13 13 13 13 13 13